Guys, I missed you when I was in Colorado. Real talk. I was surrounded by family. It was hideous. But anyway, uh, I went on a hike. On a hike. After I had snow. on this trail. And because the snow just fell, I got lost, dude. I didn't know what trail was what. You know what I mean? And, um, dude, it was it was like really hard to tell where we were going. So then, like uh, myself and and Nathan, which is Samantha's brother, like the only one, the only person I like. Wow, <laughs> but, uh, man, really? Jk, Jk, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This is all just for entertainment. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so we're on this trail, dude, and like I'm telling you, it gets like narrow and narrow, and we think we're on our we're on like possibly like a deer trail because we find all sorts of tracks, dude. And then I hear like a ruffling coming from the trees, and I'm like, oh, maybe it's another hiker. And I turn and I see Bubba Fett. <laughs> Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett. Where? Where? <laughs> Bubba Fett. <laughs> yes, dude. Perfect, perfect segue into what we're gonna talk about today. Seriously, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get this started, dude. Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts. I am Khan. We got Jay. Foo, shut up. Voltron engaged. That's right. Everyone is here today. Because we got hey foo, shut up. <laughs> all the pieces are fitting together do perfectly is that all of it <laughs> sword sword <laughs> oh was that the sword that's it dude that's Sounded it like the sword that's us I all that, legs. all that, because we got Uno. He's back with us, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Feels so good. Back from Colorado, the scariest drive of my life. Dang, dude. How long dude, did, did it take you to get there? It took me, it took us 14 hours each way. 14. That's a long time not having it. That's a long time of holding your pee in, dude. I know, dude. Dang, this COVID thing. Bladder didn't explode, dude. Damn, 14 hours? That's, that's a lot, dude. For real, fourteen hours. Damn. That's that's like one beta report episode, dude. <laughs> Seriously, that's right? crazy. You just you just had us just going the entire that's way. Like, that's like two work shifts, dude. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. That is insane, dude. That is crazy. But you know, but bro, I, I saw when you got there when you you know posted pictures of you getting there, and then uh, what was it? Was it a few hours later where it starts snowing, dude? Like it yeah, literally looks like it's snowing in. Intensely, dude. Yeah, dude, that was amazing. How the the before and after you get in there, and then yeah. like after this, like just snowfall, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was crazy too because um, when we got there, um, uh, the family wanted to go get a, like a couple more supplies for the house because we wanted to not eat out. You know, we wanted to do all the cooking in the house. And it was like like we were all driving in packed cars, so there was a couple of things that we just like. Oh, when we get there, we'll buy them, and. Um, like uh, Samantha's brother Nathan's like, hey dude, you want to go with us? I was like, heck no, dude. Like, just the thought of it be, of me being in a car while it's snowing gives me <laughs> anxiety. <dude. laughs> so they're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, they're from Chicago. They're used to driving in the snow. So then they go and then they come back and dude, it starts snowing heavy on their like ride back, right? And then I get a phone call from Samantha. She's like. We're a quarter mile away and the car isn't moving anymore. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Help <Dang>. us. <laughs> and so, like, I went back. I, I, I grabbed a snow shovel and I'm walking towards Demetra. Bro, hold on a second. Before you finish this freaking story, you know in your mind, dude, the first thing that came to, like, the first words out of your mouth were like, guys, it's time to get hard. Oh, <laughs> just engaged all of your superpowers, dude. That's right. Freaking. You turn into Guadalupe Rodriguez. Let's That's go. That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. They already know you're Guadalupe yeah. Rodriguez. She called you and said, come help us, Guadalupe. Yeah, come come help, us. help us. Come save us. Come save us. <laughs> Lupe, it's get time. hard. <laughs> it's, it's time for Lupe, your family to know. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, um, I was walking down there to, to help them, like, get out of the, get out. And but luckily their brother had like scooped up all like the snow from under the car and just drove drove up because it was just a quarter mile, dude. 
But then they, they showed me videos while they were inside the car. And it was like being inside an X-Wing fighter when it's attacking like the Death Star. Like everything's nice and steady. Then all of a sudden it shifts. Oh, shit. Like, cool. I was like, thank goodness I didn't freaking go with you. Samantha's like, stay on I'm target. On stay though, right? on target. Stay on target. <laughs> Porkins. <laughs> Porkins. <laughs> Who would have been Porkins in that situation? There's, there's Wedge and Teals. There's other ones. But you had to say Porkins? Porkins, dude. He's a man. Go legit. <laughs> Bro, man, that's a perfect segue, dude. Let's talk about the Mandalorian, man. Let's get into it. Let's get Stay into it. Let's get into the Mandalorian. And the, the, the crazy part about this last episode is actually seeing X Wing fighter pilots, dude. African Dave Filoni. Dave out there Filoni. To be an actor. That other fool looked like Porkins. I don't know who that guy was. <laughs> the other guy that was with them looked like Porkins, dude. Like the other dude was a sweet and sour Porkins, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was a sweet, <laughs> sweet sour Porkins. That's dope, dude. But just said, I mean, like you don't really see a lot of Asian characters in uh, in uh, what's it called, Star Wars. So it was like refreshing to see a uh, an Asian actor in uh, in a Star Wars series that actually had like lines of dialogue that's right dude that's actually right. good stuff but that was pretty dope though so by the time this episode comes out you'll have your third episode of the mandalorian uh dude are we still digging the one episode a week um honestly look uh, i'll say this i like it because it's it's totally become like appointment viewing for me and my family so we know like friday afternoon like after i'm done with work or whatever we're probably gonna sit down and like have lunch or dinner or whatever and like watch the Mandalorian together. So it's like that side of it is like pretty cool. So I've enjoyed that. But me, myself as a consumer of entertainment, heck no, dude. I want to have it all. I wish I could have already seen every single episode, like understood everything that's going on. Um, so it's kind of like a give or take. I like it, but but I don't like it. It's a love-hate relationship, I guess I should say. I'm probably going to be in the minority here because I actually don't mind seeing it every like you know waiting for it i kind of feel like i can digest it i can enjoy it i can go back and watch it again if i want to i mean it's sort of like the little angel and the devil on one side right like the little devil right here is like i want it all give it all to me right? yeah, yeah, yeah the angel's yeah. like just relax be patient have i just think that i don't know if this happened to you but when you binge a whole season of something i kind of feel like man that sucks there's no more you kind of like it's like you just gobbled everything up too fast, you know? But yeah. I think this way you kind of get to appreciate it, kind of enjoy it, go back and see what you missed, see kind of like maybe there's little things that you can catch when you watch it, rewatch it again. I don't know. That's sort of me. You know, I think for that reason, I think I'm okay, you know? There are shows I just want to watch all of it, but then I get that kind of like binger's remorse. They're like, damn, I watched it too fast. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's no more. You have to wait like a whole year or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, these two episodes have been Does pretty... anyone want to know my opinion on that? So... Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> my bad. Wow. We got so used to you nice not being here, man. Okay. Sorry, man. Here I am being all polite. Like, I know. <laughs> actively listening, nodding my head, dude. Okay, okay, okay. What do you think? What's your opinion? Oh, I have no opinion, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Let me almost joke on my water. Seriously. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm cool with it. It doesn't bother me that much. I, um, <clears throat> so like, ah, I'm going to sound like a douchebag, dude. So I run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. I run. And while I'm running, I have like a TV show on. So I kind of like, that Mandalorian comes out Friday because that means on Friday I know what I'm going to be doing when I'm running. It's not going to be a crappy show. It's going to be a good run. It's going to be a good time. So I kind of kind of like that. It guarantees me that I'm going to have one good hour in my week. You so know? you run once a week? <laughs> you, know, you know, Friday comes along, I'm going to run. <laughs> Nah, dude. So, okay. So, we got two, like, pretty remarkable episodes, man. One, okay, spoiler alert, guys. I'm, I'm, you know, if you haven't seen any of these episodes, that's not my fault. 
We're going to talk about, we're going to spoil these two episodes. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> we're going to talk about these two episodes, man, because they were pretty amazing. But we let's go back and, and talk about that first episode really quick. Timothy Oliphant, dude. Timothy Oliphant, man. If you want, this this guy has the the market down on lockdown for anybody playing a deputy, marshal, uh, uh, lawman, uh, sheriff, anything like that, dude. Like he's got, he, you just look for one person, dude. You get Timothy Oliphant, dude. Did you guys ever yeah. watch Justified? It's kind of a, it's kind of a bummer that like. That's my question. Like, like Did you westerns watch? aren't as like popular as they used to be because this dude, like, I think, and and I might get crucified for this, but I think he like would be a good successor to uh, like Wyatt Earp in, in like, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, because they're so synonymous. He's so synonymous to the freaking role. But like Kurt Russell, what Kurt Russell oh, is. Oh, no. No, no, no. I challenge like, you to a bull right now. <laughs> Bro. No, I, I'm with I Jay. Like, I feel like he is like that synonymous with a Western lawman too. Like he is, oh shoot. Uno is like literally leaving. Uh, oh, he wants to do. Th- oh, you want to do this? Uno oh, wants want to, to draw this? for reals. Hold Let's on, go bro. draw. I'm gonna do college. College. Ready? Get ready. Draw. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> You're dead, fool. You're bro, dead. I got you, dude. <laughs> on my side, it looked like Jay was like twenty seconds faster than you. I got you on that dark holiday, dude. I was so smoking <laughs> while I got you like from the sidearm, bro. No, bro. So I. I Dude, Timothy Oliphant is is. If you, did you ever watch Justified? No, I, I've I've only seen episodes. It's an that I haven't seen the whole thing. show, though, right? Yeah, dude, he was awesome in that. Dude, he was. I just loved watching it just because he was so like, cool, calm, and collected, dude. And and it he was just great, man. And you're right, dude. If if there was a revival of westerns, dude, it's gotta have him on the show, because he was. He was perfect. He was really good. He was in Deadwood too, right? He was in Deadwood too. Yeah, exactly. I heard that like Deadwood is like fantastic. So I've never seen that show either, but I heard that one was pretty dope. Yeah, dude. So, anyways, he played a, of course, played a like the local sheriff in this little town. But that that episode was great, dude. Even with a throwback with the whole Boba Fett with a rocket leaning over and shooting the rocket off his backpack. Yeah, dude. Little Easter was, egg there. That's awesome, dude. I, I will say though that like. I I liked Timothy Oliphant's character without the helmet than with the helmet. Like I, I he's too skinny, I think, to wear that like armor. Like he, it just he, made his head look too big. You he, know what I mean? Like I don't know if you if that kind of like threw you off a little bit too. But you just like the way did. he wore the armor was he looked, kind of weird. He looked a little dainty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like kind of did. word for it, dude. He looked dainty, dude. It was like, uh, you need to fill it up a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> why. A, so I mean I think it's cool though because at the same time you kind of feel like like it's not his armor so it wasn't like made for him um, but it was still it just looked funny because yeah he looks super small and, yeah. and he just looks super skinny yeah um, it was too it was like it did. yeah dude it's like three sizes too much for you <laughs> yeah exactly seriously did dude I know it did that did kind of look weird it kind of threw me off a little bit but yeah it was funny. <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, the, the the episode was great. I mean, obviously it was it was you know full of action and you know flying around and stuff, and it was great, dude. So I I I really really enjoyed it. So I think um, the the biggest the biggest thing about that episode, bro, what you how'd you feel about the reveal at the end, dude? Are you talking to me or any of you guys? Uno, Uno, and we'll go the with Uno first. At the end of episode one. Yes. Um, I think it was like what I was waiting for the entire uh, show, like the entire episode. I was like, "Where's Bubba Fett?" It, it's like it's like it's like John Favreau knew what we wanted to say, what we were thinking, what we were waiting for, and he wrote the episode so that the whole time we're like, "Bubba Fett, where?" Yeah. Um. So it was nice to see that little payoff. And I'm curious to see where that's going. Because I don't think it's just a one-time, you know, goodbye appearance. Um, I hope not. Because wasn't there another Mandalorian in season one who saved that other bounty hunter? 
Remember that? We don't know, though. Right. Well, anyway. We don't know who it was. We don't know what that person was. Yeah, you know who that was. Anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, dude. Wait, what? Say that again? like... Remember season one? You're talking about me. He went on that... Me not when, Tandem. Yeah. When he went on that tandem bounty with a young guy, and then mm. somebody saved the young guy. No, it wasn't the young guy. It was uh, the Ming Na Wen character. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, um, what I'm trying to get at, the bottom line is, Bob Fitz here. We're going to see him. We're going to hear his story. I'm excited. Yeah, I think the the the... The reveal that Boba Fett is alive, we all kind of knew it, you know, based on some of the stories in the expanded universe. But the fact that Boba Fett is alive, dude, is pretty dope, dude. It's pretty crazy. Showing that and it's he's... crazy because it's like this officially makes it like canon, right? So yeah, we can yeah. officially say that like Boba Fett survived and that he is alive and well and freaking Tatooine of all places. Like that's crazy too. That that is well, that's where the like, Sarlacc like pit. Things, that's yeah, where the exactly. pit was these at. things are like connecting and bringing all these people together i think is pretty awesome dude that's pretty that's crazy pretty dude so we go come over to episode two which there was been a lot of discussion about season two i mean uh, episode two um they're also called chapter 10 but i thought it was all right peyton reed directed this peyton reed being the director of uh the two adman movies so he's got some comedy chops in him so the biggest I mean, you guys watched it right episode two yeah yep how did you guys feel about baby yoda just gobbling down those eggs dude <laughs> eating dude practically being a participant in genocide <laughs> yeah pretty much dude. i mean <laughs> you find out that in this episode the mandalorian is continuing to is is his quest to find more mandalorians who can help him on his quest to find um, other Baby Yodas or the species of Baby Yodas where he can just kind of drop off the uh, Baby Yoda or hand it over to someone else. And uh, part of the episode is that he uh, will take a passenger over, which this passenger has connections to um, what possible, you know, other Mandalorians. And the whole point is that this passenger is transporting her her um, eggs, pretty much. Her species, pretty much her whole species mm-hmm. depends on this on this mission. And it and it just so happens that Baby Yoda is looking at this canister with eggs, like I would look at a uh, freaking superstar from Carl's Jr. <laughs> like uh, Carnitas, what is it called? Carnitas al Momo, or what is it called? Uh, Carnitas yeah. el Momo taco, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the way I look at a at a birria taco, that's exactly how. Uh, Baby Yoda's looking at these eggs. <laughs> he's like salivating. He's like, ooh, what's that? Whatever. And so, dude, I don't know, man. I would, did not expect for this fool to down like three eggs throughout the whole episode. <laughs> and then just goes, just kind of sucks it up, dude. You're like, dang, <laughs> he's eating babies though, dude. What the heck? So Here's what I got to say about that. Dude. Yeah, some people were kind of disturbed by it, but I thought it was funny, but it is kind of weird. But what would you think, man? Here's what I think, dude. If a chicken talked, I'm still having fried eggs in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, in all honesty, dude, everybody who's having a fit about this, like, okay, do you eat eggs? Shut up. They were unfertilized. They were unfertilized eggs, first of all, just like the eggs you eat in the morning. Second, the only difference between Yoda and well, baby Yoda and that person is they're different species, just like you're different from a chicken. So, MBD, eat up. Baby got to eat. <laughs> baby got to eat. <laughs> Dude, the one thing I'll say about this episode, though, is that, like, the effects on it were, like, straight up movie quality, dude. Like, everything here visually was... Like, nothing I had ever seen in another show, dude. Like, they did a really good job just all around from, like, the X-Wings, that whole, like, dog uh, dog fight chase scene thing that they had in the air where it was, like, the, the two X-Wings versus the Razor Crest was, um, was dope. Um, and then all, like, the freaking, like, all the, the uh, what is it called? The little spiders and all that stuff. Like, everything, I think, visually was just, like, really well done, dude. It was... 
like amazing what they're able to do now. Like this just straight up felt like a movie, dude. It was dope. What I what I like is how everything is just continues to be connected. Like those spiders are from an episode of Rebels, dude. Or Clone Wars. Or I think both. That so it was kinda, what? Those spiders? Uh-huh. They came out in an episode of, I think both, Clone Wars and Rebels. So it's kind of cool how they just, you know, Dave Filoni, man, just putting in his, you know, his little touch in there to kind of connect his world, you know, his whole storytelling and stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, obviously the action in it was great. Yeah, the the fact that you see the two uh, X-Wing fighters and the, the talk about the New Republic kind of connecting it to Force Awakens as well. Yeah, that was pretty dope. So, I, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought the episode was great, and I I thought it was, it was just pretty cool to have all those connections, you know. So I I you know it was, it was pretty great, dude. I I enjoyed it. Did you did you like it, Uno? Yeah, dude. I think uh, I've been waiting, for, dude. First of all, I'm enamored by um, X wings. I just find X wings to be like the. My favorite flying um, objects in the cinematic universe. Like, there's nothing like an X-Wing. Nothing exciting like an X-Wing. So, <clears throat> I dig seeing the X-Wings. I digged, um, uh, like, just watching them in this type of, like, graphics and this type of um, uh, setting, I guess. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And I like that it made more than one appearance. And, um, again, like, I think it's kind of sets the expectation to see more of this, you know? Um, I don't think, I think like generally like in Mandalorian, things just don't just appear once and they're gone. Right. Like in season one, we saw, um, so many characters like one time and then they came back again, right. From IG 11 all the way to like your mom. So, um, <laughs> I'm sure you fools are listening, dude. <laughs> we are, man. Of course. So, uh, so yeah, dude. So yeah, <laughs> dummy. Uh, the thing that I love too was that it was it kind of left it like open ended, right? Like it didn't give us just a like, uh-huh. oh, this is like a mission of the week. Like, oh, he was able to like figure it out or whatever. It was still kind of like, oh snap! Like, where is he going? And how is he going to get out of this one? Because his ship is all jacked up. Um, you know, like, uh, where is this planet that he's actually going to get to? And what's going to happen next? Like, so it, it left you with a lot of other questions that now, you know, you're just trying to figure out, like, what's going to happen. And I think one of the, the key things that, that this episode kind of brought up, for me at least, was the fact that the Mandalorian has to sleep in the fetal position every time he wants to go to sleep. Like, when he tucked himself into his little, like closet bedroom thing like that one was not stretched out like he literally had to get in the fetal position to fit in that little space there so i just think it's like pretty cute that we kind of know like the mandalorian being all tough and stuff actually still has to be in the fetal position in order to go to sleep sometimes so that was to me endearing he's one of us dude he is us i think he fits perfectly he just sleeps in the fetal position (laughs) <laughs> I guess so. Maybe that's what it was. It's the most comfortable but way to sleep. Exactly. That was one of the things that, <laughs> that was troubling me all of last season. I was like, all right, I know baby Yoda sleeps in there. Which, plus, he had a little, he had a little like, hammock thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Get a little baby in <laughs> uh, And just knowing that, like, they're kind of bunk bedding that mess. Where it's like, baby Yoda's on top, Mandalorian's on the bottom. I thought that was pretty cute. That was another thing, too. Pretty I'll cute. say that the... Uh, I feel like this episode did a, a better job of like showing uh I, I wouldn't say like tenderness or like uh but like just a relationship that they've built be like Empathy. yeah like he's he's just taking more care of uh a baby Yoda and like baby Yoda actually like ran to him to like be carried right like kind of like stretched his arms out was like at his feet so I kind of like that they're doing that now, like kind of showing the time that they've spent each, uh, with each other has built up their relationship. And there's kind of like that mutual care for one another. Um, Although, and we also heard Baby Yoda talk a lot more in this one too. He was actually making like like more noises than we've heard in the past. Yeah, like, I, um, give me some more eggs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it's like, what the heck? Although I had a gasp, dude, right at the beginning when he's in the freaking... Uh, the uh what what would you call it that speed um speed bike or whatever and then uh, those those guys uh attack him at first 
At the right at the oh, beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking uh, Baby Yoda goes flying. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, dude. dang, dude, that looks like he's gonna get hurt. But uh, I do. I would say like that on that on that part too. I was kind of hoping that they would let Baby Yoda do more, like that he would join the fight too somehow, like toss a dude with the force or something. That's um, what I was looking for. Like I, I, I feel like you want him to get when, in. You want to get in. You want him to get in the fight. Yeah, like you know how the that dude was holding him hostage, and you know, like Mando was just kind of like, I don't know, you know, like go ahead, take him. I'll give you the jetpack or whatever it mm-hmm. was. Um, I wish in that sense, like, like freaking Baby Yoda would have done something to just kind of prove that he can still kind of hold his own. And get in the fight or get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's Tombstone references. I love it. What was I tell you? Um, I I did I did have have to say that I I liked how it ended where she he's looking at Baby Yoda's looking at the canister of eggs, and then uh, the aliens like like no you're not gonna have any of these eggs, and then he turns around he's like I already got one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that was dope. And then what are the ramifications of the fact that the New Republic knows about the Mandalorian? They know about him. So is that going to play into the episodes in the future? Which goes, segues into the next thing I wanted to say, I wanted to talk about, what are you guys looking for, or what do you guys want to see in the next coming episodes, man? We got two, we got six to go, right? I'm assuming it's going to be eight episodes, just like last time. I mean, six so episodes. So. Oh, so Katano. Uh, so Katano. So Katano. Yeah, dude, no. that's what we all want to see, right? Jedi's, right? Rosario Dawson. No, shut up, dude. We don't even care about She's Jedi's not even school. a Jedi. We care about... Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson. Rosario Hudson. Have mercy. <laughs> it is going to be amazing. Like, it's going to be fantastic, dude. So that's, I, for me, uh, that's what I'm waiting for, like, to see how they're going to, because that's Dave Filoni's baby, right? Like, Ahsoka Tano is his Luke Skywalker. That's his Rey. You know, that's the character that he created and that is, like, so near and dear to him and everything that he's done, all his like his contributions to Star Wars, even though he's done so much, I feel like boils down to Ahsoka Tano. So I know he's gonna treat it with respect and he's gonna make it something amazing, dude. And just having Rosario Wait, Dawson play that character. Here's my question though. Will we get a surprise appearance from Cory Booker? Corey, yeah, I know, right? After he freaking uh when his reelection or whatever, he's gonna just come out there campaigning. Uh, he's gonna be blah, like blah. The- in makeup or something, some kind of alien or something. Maybe I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed that she's not dating Eric Andre anymore, dude. Dude, Eric Eric Andre is freaking wild. I'd have him on in the Star Wars universe. I don't think they'd be able to control him, dude. <laughs> That's why that'd be perfect. Yeah, he'd be. He'd, he'd just be, be like some like crazy alien dude who just does like ridiculous antics. Yeah, exactly. No, um, yeah, dude. I think Osaka Tano is probably the one thing that's probably the most anticipated in this season but Which even my, to this day i don't even think it's been confirmed huh? Has not it been like officially not like confirmed? officially officially confirmed yeah i mean you've seen it i think you've seen her, her her name in like some promotional material but you haven't actually they haven't actually confirmed it dang i didn't even know about the promotional material but that's dope do you guys think here's a broader question do you guys think that maybe someday we'll see luke skywalker in the mandalorian Maybe season three, four? Maybe mentioned, but I don't think you'll actually see him. Well, he's already been mentioned. Has he? Yeah, bro. Come on, pay attention, bro. He was already mentioned. He was uh, in the in the text. He was <clears throat> in text when they announced that the Empire fell and everybody was watching the hollow news, the hologram news, his name appeared in Star Wars language. This is a freaking liar. I know. I am not lying, in, in dude. Aberish. Well, <clears throat> dude, I am fact checking right now, dude. You didn't even know. I am also looking forward to see when if they can connect from other, <clears throat> excuse me, other characters from Rebels or Clone Wars. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping that they make they make some kind of connection there. Because Michael Bean is supposed to be in this too, right? 
I don't know. People were kind of like talking about maybe like a older Ezra Bridger, maybe. Um, so that's another one that'd be pretty dope too. If they do kind of pull that out, would be pretty. That would be pretty amazing. Yeah, but I think that's true. Like just bridging all of these things that haven't. I mean, they've had like loose connections, mm-hmm. but I think like putting these things together would be pretty dope. Okay, you can't send us a clip. <laughs> <laughs> you can't send us a YouTube clip in the middle of, uh, of the. Uh... I just did. I, I, <laughs> I just did. <laughs> well, anyway, um, you can't watch it right now. You can watch it after, and then you can apologize to me next week. Thanks. <laughs> but anyway. Um... Hold on, don't watch this right now. <laughs> Uno, is there something that you're looking forward to? What are you looking forward to? What do you want to see in The Mandalorian the next? Six episodes that are coming up. Okay. Yeah, Ahsoka Tano. <clears throat> cool. I mean... No, dude. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. Versus... God damn it, dude. What's his name? Din Jaren? Din Jaren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boba versus Din, dude. Again, dude. And this time, I want, uh, I want Pedro Pascal to pull through and I get his head popped open. What if that happens, dude? What if Boba Fett and Din Djarin have a fight to the death, dude? I don't think they'd do that, like, to... Well, I mean, I guess you give, like, the, the freaking Boba Fett, like, a proper death, finality that he needs. Yeah. But, like, to bring him back and just to kill him off, I think would be kind of wild. That'd be pretty crazy for him to do. Yeah, you're right. There's no deaths and, like, there's not going to be any deaths. <clears throat> oh, you know what would happen, though? What's that? Um, what if, uh, what if, uh, freaking, what's his name, dude? What's Esposito's name, dude? Uh, uh, Giancarlo uh, Esposito. Yeah, but what's his, uh, Oh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Yeah, what if Moff Gideon knocks him out, dude? What if Moff Gideon, like, takes out Boba Fett, dude? Just to establish, like, his credibility, like, oh, yeah, that guy's, that guy's no joke. <clears throat> well, look, I think we're gonna see Moff Gideon fight Mandalorians like some Mandalorian because he got he has the Darksaber and the last time that we saw the Darksaber in the hand uh, we saw the Darksaber in the hands of a Mandalorian Bo-Katan so right he has to have fought a Mandalorian somehow to get that Darksaber dude so yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty epic to see him fight a Mandalorian. So that's going to be dope. And is he Force-sensitive? I mean, is that possible? Who, both of it? Giancarlo Esposito. The uh, Moff, uh, Moff Gideon. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be... That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, uh, I, well, I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, who knows, dude. All right, man. So we got six episodes to go. I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty dope. So Hey, does that mean it, since uh, Tamora... What's that guy's name? Tamora Morrison. Morrison. Uh, so does that mean that that also opens up the possibility yes. of having, like... Captain Rex. Rex. And all them in this? Dude, that, yes, would, that dude. would be freaking... That's one of the characters wild, that I was thinking dude. that other than Osaka Tano, if they can, they can, you know, add some of these other characters from Clone Wars and Rebels, and one of the specific ones I'm talking about was Captain Rex. I mean, they already have Tamara Morrison. Why not? But you have- can have all of them, dude, at this point, because they're all literally the same yeah, Tamara like, Morrison, I know. Dude, how crazy would that be? That'd be pretty Dang. dope. That'd be pretty dope. So that I, that, I'm really looking forward to that. So we'll see We'll see what happens in the next you know, couple episodes, see if, in fact, they do include some of those uh, other characters, dude. So, yeah, by the time you uh, listen to this episode or sometime of the weekend, uh, the next chapter 11 or episode 3 of The Mandalorian should be out. So, <clears throat> enjoy. Enjoy. So excited. Yeah. As you yawn. <laughs> As I yawn. Yeah. Fully excited. Sorry, dude. All right, let's switch gears real quick. Let's switch gears and let's talk about Another show that's been going on. One of our, uh, one of Uno's favorite all-time shows. He always talks about it. Heck yeah, dude! I'm telling you, dude. He talks a lot about Wait, which it. Which one are we talking about? It doesn't shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
season what? Four? Five? What season are we in? No, Fargo. Four. We're in season four. Season four of Fargo, dude. Let's talk about Fargo because uh, Fargo being one of the one of our favorite TV shows. I'm not afraid to say it. I could say it. One of our favorite TV shows being Fargo. We're on episode, epi- <clears throat> excuse me, season four. And what do we think of it so far? Uno, what do you think about season four so far? Are you into Man, it? So Don't like it? Hate it? What's up? No, I'm loving it, dude. I'm loving it because all the characters are so intriguing and interesting. Um, it's gotten to the point where, okay, so on its face, you would think like, oh, my God. Chris Rock and Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman, right? Schwartzman. Get, there's so many Sh- Jasons in freaking Hollywood. Shoria, Schwartzman. <laughs> Shawarma. Sh- Bateman, Soria. Um, but anyway, uh, so you, on its face, you're like, oh, Jason Schwartzman and Chris Rock are in this. Oh, cool. That's interesting. But, dude, it's been these supporting characters like or- Orietta and Gaetano that I'm freaking mesmerized by every time they're on screen, dude. They're just so good. Um, <clears throat> I love your assessment, Jeff. You talked about how, like, there's always an agent of chaos in these shows. And I, like, like I feel like we're not, we're just kind of getting glimpses and taste of um, Orietta as an agent of chaos. Um, but still, like, I just, I just like, um, I find the way in which she's evil, like really disturbing because she's so at peace over like her hand, her hand, <clears throat> her what? Her, her heinous acts. Yeah, dude. Heinous acts. Heinous acts. <clears throat> am, I still, am I still on? I got a weird notice. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Wait. Your mic went on she's enough so a bit. Disturbed. She's so undisturbed and so at peace with like all these crazy things that she does. Then uh, Gaetano, the brother. <clears throat> He's got such a great uh, on-screen presence. Uh, like, uh, he's got just like this intensity that's always on, you know. Um, and then Timothy Oliphant, dude. Like Timothy Oliphant has that like swagger, dude. Just like that lawman swagger uh, that we dig. And even um, man, I'm drawing a blank, dude. But the daughter, the daughter on the show, Ethel Rita. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, Ethel Rita. Ethel Rita, something like that. Yeah, like she, like even she has like a good presence. Like, she, like it's not it's not um, it's not what everybody else is on on screen. It's not like this like super intriguing, but she um, like she kind of does her job well, you know. Um, so yeah, man, I'm digging it. Um, I know that you mentioned. Well, I'll let you mention what you think. Um, I I do think like it's it's getting getting there. Like it's starting to get into like a cliffhanger, which I'm digging. So so yeah, man. First of all, do they hire one person to come up with the most creative names ever in a TV series? We got Loy Cannon, Swanee, we have Ethel Rita, Oretta, uh, Lemuel, uh, Lemuel, 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 Thurman Smutney, Thurman, yes, yeah. Uh, Josta, what is it? Josto and Gaetano, yeah. Josto, <laughs> Fada, Josto, Fada, dude. Fada, Josto, Fada, and Gaetano, Fada. Like, their names are just out of this world, they're, they're crazy. They're just, where is this at? Where, where's this thing? Where Kansas, is this, Kansas. This is like, so it's always, is this yeah. always like in Fargo? Uh, no, guess not. Yeah, this it's is the first season that's not in North Dakota. No, fool. Uh, Fargo is in North Dakota. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, North Dakota. So it's not so Kansas. It's the first season that it's not, it's not, uh, it's not <clears throat> in Fargo, so to speak. But anyway. I, I didn't realize that. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, dude, I, I think my, my only thing was that this season is just, it's just a, such a slow burn. It's just taking so long to get to something a little bit more meaningful. There was like, I feel like there was a lot of setup. And, and the, the, just like the last two episodes is starting to kind of, you know, kind of heat up a little bit, you know, a bit more meaningful stuff has started to happen. So it just, that was the only, if I have a gripe about it is, is that it's just, Really, it's just a really big slow burn. It just 
takes a while for things to happen. But right right now, I guess we're starting to get to the the kind of the nitty gritty, as they say, right? Um, and yeah, dude, Oretta. <clears throat> I don't know, man. My only Wait, thing with hold on. okay, go ahead, go. Before you move forward, dude. Before you move forward, we've already had three shootings in eight episodes, dude. Three intense shootings. So I don't know what you mean about slow but then on top of that there's also the all these scenes with great tension like uh, incredible tension like for example when um god damn it why do i always forget her name the daughter um ethel rita ethel rita Rita. yeah when ethel rita's going through orietta's closet right like i don't know about you dude but i was pretty tense um so then uh, can i explain myself can i explain myself dude I think what I mean is that, yeah, no, you can't. No, <laughs> they they are they are intense moments, definitely. There are you know there there are some moments and there's some shootouts, but it's hard to see where everything's going. I think that's what I'm talking about. Like, what are their intentions? Like, what's going on? Why are they doing certain things? It's sort of that kind of thing. What I'm talking about, where it's kind of hard to see where everyone's headed to. Or yeah. what their motivations are. It's it's kind of like, you know, that that's the one thing that kind of I think to me it's just a little bit like I said it's not a not a huge thing but it kind of you know it's the one thing that's holding me back to say this is like an awesome show. But the second thing that <clears throat> kind of holds me back a little bit about making this, you know saying the show is amazing is freaking Chris Rock, dude. I just cannot buy him. As the head of a of a crime family, dude, there's something there's something about him that I just can't buy him being like this hard gangster type guy, dude. I just feel like is it, all you hear is like how much for one rib? Exactly, dude. Is, is that all you hear every time you see him talk? It's like you know, pour it in my, pour, pour it in my hand for a dime or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just just I'm waiting for a punchline or something, dude. He just doesn't seem tough to me. He just seems kind of like whatever. So that's that's the one thing that I... One of the things I don't like is that is, is I just don't buy him as like a tough gangster type. And then the whole thing about Aretta, dude, the, the, like I was talking about, that each season of Fargo has like one person who's like an agent of chaos who just causes all this chaos amongst, you know, you know the, 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 the people's lives and the episode or whatever. And so... With her, the only thing that really is crazy about her is that there's no rhyme and reason for the things that she does. It's like she kills people just to kill people. It's like she's a serial killer, but that's it. Like Lauren Malvo in the season one, well, he's a hitman, so he's, you know, you know why he does that. And uh, what's the season two guy's name? Um, Uno? Can't remember the guy's name. Um, one second. Keep talking. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, they all had some kind of reason for it, but she, I don't know if we're going to find out later why Aretta does the things that she does, but there's just no, she's just like a cold-blooded serial killer, dude. There's nothing to what she does, or at least there's no, within the, within the, the, the series, a reason why she does what she does. Mike Milligan. <laughs> no, that's not the guy. <laughs> Yeah, bro. That's the, it was Mike Milligan, dude. Really? I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, dude. That guy, Thuellis, the, the actor, that guy. I can't remember, dude. Anyways, um, yeah, it's getting better. Jay, you're the only one that hasn't seen it, huh? You haven't really got in, into it. No, I started watching the first season, and we were into it, dude. I don't know what happened where we just stopped watching it. Um, but that first season was really good, dude. Freaking um, Billy Bob Thornton is a, is amazing in that. Um, freaking Colin Hanks is in there too. He's pretty dope. Um, and, and I forget and what the uh, what's like his name? Martin. Something. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's good too. So like the the show was like really good, and we were. Like I said, we were really into it, but for whatever reason, we just kind of stopped watching it. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a show that I know that we want to watch. 
and we want to kind of have like just spend the time to actually get into it. Well, I'll and tell you, you guys talking about it. <clears throat> I want to watch it even more. One thing for sure, dude. I, I know for sure is that um, episode, season one is kind of hard. It kind of set the bar really high for me. It's still my favorite one from all the other Fargo seasons. And season two is up there. I know we know love season three, but I just feel season love season three. Season three is my favorite. Yeah, dude. that's you and you and McGregor. You and McGregor, yeah, yeah. And still, it also has a VM Varga in it, dude. That's um, what's his name? David Twillis, dude. That's who you're thinking about. That was season he's, three. He's in season two. Oh no, you're no, right. He's in season three. You're right. That's the one I was thinking about. My bad. You're right, you're right. Mike Milligan is uh <laughs> You're right. That's right. That's the season one, uh season two. No, the K- Agent Chaos in season two is the Indian guy. Oh yeah, dude, he was, dude. I don't remember his name, but the Indian dude in that, he's the one that's like killer, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that that's what it was. All right, guys. So Fargo, we still think it's something you guys should watch. Good catch it on on Hulu. I think every Sunday night. Uh, if you're watching live TV, but you can just watch it the next day on Hulu if you got that. So, Dude, really quick, uh, before we move on, I just looked at this Wikipedia <clears throat> really quick. Dave Filoni is, uh, he wrote uh, and directed episode five. That's where we're seeing Ahsoka Tano, dude. That's what I'm saying. Episode, episode five of The Mandalorian, we're going to see Ahsoka Tano. There. You know, no, we're going to talk about 100% right, dude. 100% right. Nah, so so we are just a few episodes from actually seeing that. Do pretty interesting actually. Carl Weathers is directing episode four, so I think already you can kind of tell like we're going to see Mando going back to Navarro. Navarro, yeah. Navarro. Dude. Who's doing episode three? This. Episode three is TBA. Dude. It's written by John Favreau. John Favreau wrote the first four episodes, but it doesn't say who the director is for this. Why? Story. Why did you say? FYI, too. I don't know. It must just, be a reason. But just FYI, too, to just further uh, reinforce what, what Jay is saying, episode five is also written by Dave Filoni. Yep. So, so you know that's 100%. Also Katano. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. And Heck any yeah. other possible... He's having full control that whole episode, dude. She's going to be there. That's Ahsoka Katano. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're close. We're episode three, man. Can I wait? Can I wait? All right, it's time. Four. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. That's right, pick dude. This is the this is a segment where we pick something for you guys to watch, something that we discovered or something that we've been watching. We want you guys to check these out. We're pretty much guaranteeing that you're gonna like it or love it. So Jay, I'm gonna start off with you. What is your pick of the week? Uh, so I'm doing one uh, as I typically try to do, uh, looking out for my parents out there. Whoa, whoa! All you guys with your sleepless nights trying to figure out what to watch uh, with your children. <clears throat> There's a new movie on Netflix that is actually directed by the person who directed like Pocahontas. He also directed uh, a lot of like the Disney classic movies, um, and it's called Over the Moon. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, but it is a take on a like a Chinese legend or proverb or something and um, uh, it's actually very well done like the music in there is like really good uh, the writing the animation is fantastic um, and so I think that's it's a new did you watch it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we saw it um, it was really good I uh, Hazel really loved it uh, so that's one that I would definitely recommend it's it's definitely rewatchable <clears throat> like it has a lot of like really good moments in it uh, that I think Parents and um, and kids will enjoy alike. So that's my pick. I think you guys, if you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, again, this is for all my parents out there. If you guys are still trying to search for something to watch with your kiddos, uh, this is definitely one that you guys should be checking out. When you said my parents, I thought you were talking about our parents, dude, like mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? Are you going to pick a, a, a South Korean TV show? <laughs> and my mom loves it, dude. It's my uncle. I don't know why, dude. When I check her, when we're at her house and we open up Netflix and I look at, like, you know, watch next episode, whatever, it's a freaking South Korean episode of the dude, she TV loves show. She Black watches Pink. Black Pink or whatever. <laughs> <Black> Pink. <laughs> She's all about that show, dude, or that, that documentary. I like when she, like, uh, so our sister's in Spain. And so sometimes she'll tell her, hey, watch this or whatever. And uh, so she uses the WhatsApp. But I love the fact that she sent uh, 
a uh, screenshot of what my sister should be watching, um, but she sent it to like a church chat group, and the name of the show was <laughs> "I Killed Your Mom." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she tried to delete it like really fast, but not after I saw it already. I'm like, oh my god! So <laughs> the church group was "I Killed Your Mom." I'm like, oh my god. That is awesome. Uno, what's Ladies. your pick of the week? Um, dude, so man. Oh, guys. I don't know if I'm setting myself up for failure. I do not know because my pick of the week is on Apple TV and it's directed <clears throat> by our boy and our nemesis at the same time. Give him the award, dude. Hit him with the award. Hit him with the I don't know if I'm safe around you. M night Shyamalan, dude. Yeah, dude. M. Night Shyamalan is like that significant other that beats you and bathes you. <laughs> <laughs> and dresses dresses your wounds. Right? It's like the chef who food poisons you and then makes you the, the most delicious food ever. Like anyway, so um this is actually an older show. Um it came out last November of last year. So um I'm kind of behind the eight ball on this one. I think because when I first saw the show, I was like, nah, I don't know, dude. But anyway, I started watching it. Um, and so um I don't want to give too much away, but basically it's about a couple that hire a nanny to watch their baby. And it gets all sorts of twisted and crazy after that. It looks so, creepy it is super creepy dude it's super <clears throat> creepy um to all my foodie people out there though the the husband in the show is like a professional recipe creator why you why is why'd you say it like that her husband <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> why did it come out that way <laughs> i don't know dude i don't know her, her, her husband hesitant her husband <laughs> But her husband, because I don't know whether to say, like, or, yeah, they're married. I, I had to think about that. Oh, okay, good. But the husband is um, a professional professional recipe creator. Not a chef, but a recipe creator. Lobster ice cream, dude. Lobster yes. ice cream. That's all I have to Did say. Did you already watch this? Yes, bro. I already saw that. You already saw the show? Yeah. It's, Did it's you amazing. recommend it already? Yeah. No. I no, have, no. Oh, but it's okay. Son of a... Go ahead. Son of a beast. No, not, on, not on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I did. No, no, no. Yeah. Shut up. I did. No, you didn't. No, you no didn't. but it's good. It's. It I would have remembered if you said lobster ice cream, because like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Rupert yeah, Grant, dude, dude. He makes lobster ice cream. I'm in episode, I think, like five or six, five, five. The cricket. Dude, episode. but what will make it actually work is chocolate sauce, dude. It's all you need in order to make freaking lobster ice cream actually work. No, I can't. I haven't gotten there, dude. But anyway, that's the key part of like the whole show. That doesn't seem right. That's so funny. At all, it's funny because I like. I think what Jay is kind of hinting at too. It's like, and I kind of mentioned it. It's like, like food is very much a part of the show. And knowing M Night Shyamalan, there's some sort of metaphor going on here, and it'll all tie together. But anyway, um, digging the servant, uh, and then season two is coming out soon. Um, not sure. Has it been announced? No, but there will be a season two. Anyway, um, the servant on Apple TV. Go for it. And this is like one of my favorite, uh, like underrated <clears throat> actors too. Like Toby Cable is, I don't know that's how you pronounce his last name, but that dude is dope. He's and everything that he does is like pretty good. Um, it's Toby Cabell. Cabell. Is it really um, Toby Cabell? Kidding, bro, I don't know. No, I thought it was Toby Cabell. <laughs> dude, I think he's a little yeah. underrated, dude. I like him too. I yeah, wish he was in more stuff, dude, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's good in everything, dude. Yeah, I do um, like him a lot. Um, Let me give you my pick of the week. And my pick of the week uh, is a little show called Wayne on Amazon Prime Wayne. Video. Guys, dude, I'm Wayne. telling you right, I'm telling you right now, put it on everything that you're going to like this show, dude. It's called Wayne. It's about a... 16-year-old kid who will not let bad people get away with doing bad stuff, dude. This guy stands up to people. Doesn't care if they're bigger than him or not. He's going to stand up to it. But the whole point of the show is that his dad had a really nice... Um, it was like a Trans Am or something? Like a, trans, a Firebird, I think. Firebird, that's what it is. And it got stolen 
um, when his wife left with this dude and dude stole the car. And his he's just like, I'm going to get this car back. And he's going from, uh, I believe, um, uh, from Boston to Florida is where he's traveling. From Massachusetts to, to, to Florida, I believe. So it's it's just him and then him and his uh some so he's got a well I'm not gonna say anything dude you gotta watch it the episodes are about 20 22 25 minutes long it's easy if you want to binge something dude easily could binge it there's only about I think it's eight or ten episodes you you'll get through it quick dude but it's it's crazy because it's one of those things that came over from YouTube Red just like Cobra Kai again Cobra Kai awesome watch it. And this came over from that, too. So this show, like, debuted in 2018. But, like, nobody, like, paid to get YouTube Red. So nobody's seen it yet. But now that it's on Netflix, dude, my goodness, dude. It's not Netflix, Wait, Netflix or Amazon? Amazon, I'm sorry. Not Netflix. Get it, my bad. Get it right, uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. It's called Wayne. It's amazing, dude. You'll love it. I'm telling you right now. you really like it. So... Okay, cool. Done. There you go, everybody. That is our picks of the week. We got Jay with the thinking about family and people who have kids. That's what we do Boring. here. We care about wow. people. Wow. We care about people. Go watch Over the Moon. It's on Netflix. The animation looks great. So I haven't seen it yet because I don't care about my kids. But go ahead and watch it. No, I'm just kidding. I do. But And then after you're done with that, watch Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we canceled Paw Patrol, dude. We can't. Oh yeah, we canceled. Paw Patrol it. doesn't exist anymore. No, no, no. Dude. It got canceled in cancel culture. No, just kidding. No, <laughs> Paw Patrol does not exist in this home. No, mistreatment of. Go watch Over the Moon, guys. Over the Moon on Netflix. Check it out. Uno is recommending uh, the creepiest show that you'll ever watch by uh, the great and horrible, the, the great and horrible M Night Shyamalan. Any oh. given day, he can be good. <laughs> Any other day, you could be bad. M. Night Shyamalan has a show called Servant on Apple TV or Apple Plus. What is it? Apple Plus? Yeah, right? Yeah, and Apple Plus. Yeah, Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus minus... Divi- oh, I forgot. Apple TV Plus Premium. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Apple TV Plus Premium Pro 7. There it is. Apple TV Plus Pro Premium 7 Screen Time. <laughs> <laughs> go check that out. And then... I'm recommending Wayne on Amazon Prime. Check that out, dude. You'll enjoy it. I promise you, you will. So uh, go check it out, man. You got you got stuff to watch this weekend. Go do that. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Beta Report. We appreciate you guys just you know hanging out with us, wasting your time with us. We love oh, thank it. Thank you so much. Go to our so much. social media pages, guys, at the Beta Report on Facebook. Twitter that we don't use, and of course, Instagram. Check it out. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Just go ahead and hit subscribe. Jay, what else can they do? Uh, I think they can do a little thing like uh, hitting us up with a five-star review. We want all the stars. If you guys can give us 100-star reviews, we want that. But since you guys can only do five, we want five-star reviews. And there's nothing else that we need from you guys other than that. And for you guys to just listen and enjoy and have fun. Waste some time with us. That's all we really want from you guys. That's it, it, guys. Hit us up with those five-star reviews. And then just waste a good 15, 20, 30, maybe an hour. Typically an hour with us. But, you know, that's that's, that's all we need. Uh, Now that no one is commuting, no one's, like, doing anything. We're all just chilling at home. You just take uh, some time when you're taking a dump. You go to the bathroom, take a shower, just pop us on there. Hey, bring us into the shower with you. Not in a weird, creepy, pervy way, but like more of a like an endearing, uh, you know, nice, tender type of way. Just let <laughs> us hold you in our warm, succulent voices. Uh, uh, all right, let's, 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 just, let's just finish it there. Cause no, that's, that's, en- that's enough. That's enough. That's, that's good. That's, that's it's enough. Okay, see me. It was going to see me. Dude. Yeah, was, uh, think... Turn the water down a little bit, dude. It's, it's scalding at this point. You're going to burn <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we need to cut it. Um, no, but, but thank you so much, uh, Jay. Guys, we'll be back with another episode next week. And uh, we appreciate you guys just again 
joining us for the beta report this is the con it's jay Next week, no, the beta report over right now.